Rocky, let it roll. Days when the rains came. Welcome to No Lames, everybody. Let it keep going, baby. Playing a new game. We're changing it up a little bit. Season two is on and motherfucking popping. We are not here to disappoint. I'm excited. You should be excited. Good morning, good night. I don't know what you're doing, but make sure you're doing it right, baby. Let's go. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. A bright-eyed girl. Let's go. Bright-eyed girl. Damn. Guys, we're, we're changing it up a little bit. Um, Rocky came up to me with this idea, you know, say, hey, for season two, let's, let's get another fucking bomb-ass jam. So we, we started studying, because we just don't come up with this shit on the fucking fly. Like, we really went through, we played songs, we wanted to make sure it was going to bring a good fucking vibe to you, because this is what it's all about. No Lames is about positive vibes, having a fucking good mindset, good attitude, good life. Let's go. A bright-eyed girl. And we love you all, man. You, Shout out to everybody that fucks with us, supports girl. us. We're going to have a great show, a great season. And let's go. I need to hear everybody. One more time. Let's go. Here we go. Everybody. This goes out to all the brown-eyed girls. Blue-eyed girls, green-eyed, even the fucking blind girls, all you motherfucking girls out there, fucking enjoy this shit, man. Welcome to No Fucking Lames, baby. Season 2, Episode 2. I got my boy Rocky right now on the ones and motherfucking twos, guys. We have a little live audience right now. We're going to have a great, 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 great fucking show, guys. Um, I wanted to start off right now, like, I'm a little upset, Rock. I'm fucking a lot upset, dog. You okay? I was supposed to win 500 bucks in our fucking pool. Me and Rocky play fantasy football. And not sexual fantasy, <laughs> just regular fucking <laughs> fantasy, dog. All right. And I, I was probably you put the foot in, be, in yeah, before yeah. the balls. The fantasy. Play fantasy balls. We play fantasy with fantasy with each other's balls. No. Footballs. We, we also do this thing. It's called an eliminator where we go and we're supposed to, you pick a team and everybody picks a team. And the pot was $500. I was supposed to win. And my last team to pick, I picked the Chargers because they were playing the fucking Jaguars. If I would have won, I, if the Ch Chargers would have won, I would have won the whole fucking shit. It should have been a for sure win. And what happens? The Chargers... Not only lost. They got, got fucking smashed. blown out by the most beautiful quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Who's that? Lawrence. Like, Trevor Lawrence? I think that's his name? Oh, my God. That, he, he's majestic. Hashtag no, no homo. It looks like the person you're sitting next to right now. So fucking, like... Exact same. Look up Trevor Lawrence right now, and you guys will fucking understand. Jaguars quarterback. But speaking of fucking football, dog, I need everybody right now. This is a serious motherfucking subject. Um, Check on your Raider fans. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not... We're not doing fucking good, dude. Like, and I hate... And this is the one thing you got to understand. Like, I, I'm going to be a Raider fan for life, dog. I'm going to be a Raider fan for life, but it's starting to hurt a lot. Like, I feel kind of bad because I made my son a Raider fan because I'm a Raider fan. And you're not going to be no other fan, but... Child but, abuse. Fuck you. It is. It, yeah. You, you might as well tell him join the gang. <laughs> right? Like, hey, let's do this, dog. Um, <laughs> but you know what thing I know about being a Raider fan? Girls, if you're dating a Raider fan, he will never cheat on you. Bio hit you. <laughs> he is the most loyal person in the fucking world only to his team though come on oh shut the fuck up now you're come now on. you're being blasphemy right now bro what the fuck no we are just loyal people in general oh if you meet God. a raider fan and you know what you're probably like, you know what he's not the cutest but i know he's not gonna cheat on me because he's so fucking loyal this is science it's rocky God. probably won't agree to this science but raider fans do not fucking cheat on their football team shut the fuck up we don't cheat period bro you're being a hater right now on my oh, raiders for sure. bro for sure but whatever. All right. Since we're on the fucking football subject, bro, I don't know. I know. I, I heard the gossip. No, there's more. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lighten it into it. But let's get the. Let's get to this part. But I know your your nephew plays um, high school football. Really good quarterback, right? Yeah. Um. So I know you follow his team, but there's also a good local team in the area. Um. Let's say, but we'll we'll say the name by the name of Bishop Amont. Bishop Amont and Damian High School. Damian, they had a they had a football game, which is a, a good rival game. There was a football game during the fight. They there was an actual fight after the fucking game. Yes, and we're not talking about 
players fighting because that that happens right yeah that happens that's normal you're you're playing a fucking it's a fucking violent sport it gets intense it's very passionate your emotions are involved steroids everything yeah rage yeah uh gonorrhea (laughs) (laughs) i still have it dog it's not going away right now yeah you see um it's burning your knee it's burning it's burning um but dude the one of the coaches from what i heard one of the coaches punched a player that's what i heard you heard the same thing right Yes, and um, I don't. We're not a sports podcast at all, but we love fucking sports. So I obviously got the I love being disappointed. Scoop. You got the oh, I got okay, the, I basket got the robins. In, yeah, I got the insight only right. because um people know the player um the 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 coach. His name was Beto, the one that struck the kid. And this is wait, um, I heard this is not a kid, but go on with your yeah, story, oh, Rob. Yeah, exactly. Go on. Um, so supposedly, mm-hmm. allegedly, say allegedly. We have to say that. Yeah, say allegedly. This this player, this football player, was dating. The coach's daughter. 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 <laughs> I thought you were yeah. going to say son right now. <laughs> I, I Ooh, did. this is getting juicy. <laughs> <laughs> so supposedly, allegedly, he was dating the coach's daughter, I guess. Mm-hmm. And whatever happened, he was talking shit to the coach about the daughter. Some nasty shit. Yeah. And the coach socked him in the face. Oh. And that's... What, what do you... I heard he was saying something about him, like, sexually. fucking his daughter. Yes. Right? That's what I heard. And... Everyone's thinking right now, oh, this is a high school player. Yeah. This, But from what we found out, this is a two-year holdback, which he's- He's a 90-year-old man. I heard he's 20, right? Or he's yeah, turning he's 20. Yeah, he's 19 this, or 20, bro. He's going to, yeah. yeah. He, he drives. I think he works at the school. He's the janitor, and he has classes there. And I think he solves problems in the in the hallway on the board. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Math <laughs> uh, problems. And his Bath best problems. friend is fucking- Is Ben Affleck. <laughs> yes. Wait a minute. Are we talking about- What's the name of that movie? Oh, I forgot. It's fucking Goodwill Hunting. Good Will Hunting. Hunting. Thank, Thank you, the audience live members. Audience. Yeah, um, dude, and it, it's a crazy story. I mean, like, if you are saying something about my fucking daughter, yeah, and my daughter is obviously probably in high school, and you're mentioning any type of sexual acts, I'm gonna knock you the fuck out. Period. Too. I don't give a fuck how old you are, and to know that you're a grown ass man playing high school ball, yeah. I'm gonna fucking knock you out twice. So I, if that's the alleged true story, yes. I give props to that coach 100%. Yeah. And, beat, and beat like we said, ass. these stories are um, allegedly stories because uh, nobody didn't know the real story until like, because they're going to say the stories for court and so on. Yeah, we're not going yeah. to know. This is shit that we're hearing through the gossip mail, you know, right. and that's what we do. We do gossip here. Yeah, we are. We're, fucking, we're, we're, we're podcasts. We're the, we're, we, we speak what we fucking think or what we know. Yeah. Or sometimes science facts. Guys. Staying on the fucking the the football subject, this is serious to me. I'm I'm fucking super disappointed. Um, I'm gonna make a big deal about it. I'm gonna kind of do some fucking Monet shit where I'm gonna fucking snap on on the league. Um, I just found out yesterday I am suspended from SGV Junior All American. All right, I'm gonna let it be known right now. I've been coaching for over ten years. Um, yeah, I think twelve. Um, I don't get paid a fucking dollar. Never got paid in my life. I spend money on these kids. I love these kids. I take care of them. Um, for them to suspend me is one of the most bullshit moves I've ever heard in my life. I've won awards for the city. I've had a lot of kids on my team that been playing with me since they were five years old. There are now 12. I'm obviously doing something right. I'm one of the best coaches in the sgv by far and i'm not talking about looking you're probably thinking i'm best looking for sure no (laughs) like when it comes down to it my fucking record speaks facts i've been out there i've been putting up dubs and for them to come out and want to suspend me is one of the most biggest bullshit moves ever junior all-american i've been with the program maybe four years now but i've put a lot of work and a lot of effort to even where the fucking city of west covina recognized me gave me a fucking key to the city basically Mm -hmm. i've been to the point where I go out of my way, I pick up kids from another city to take them to practice. Kids don't have money for um, for after-game activities or uniform. That's coming out of my pocket. I'll take care of it. I'll never ask for a dollar back. I've even got to the point where kids at one point couldn't make weight, and I'm going to take this kid to the gym, have him work out with me. This kid at the time I think was eight years old and had to make weight. I'm taking him to the gym having them work out to make weight. I've done so much for the youth football uh, community for them to try to bitch at me for um, 
an altercation that went down on the park honestly shame on you junior all-american you're a piece of fucking shit and i'll take my suspension i'll take it with my head up fucking high because the kids know what's sad is after my suspension i have at least 12 of the boys on my team fucking crying after the game crying because they know i'm not with them for the rest of the season i'm still gonna be there i technically i can't be on the field they don't want me near the park. First off, it's a public park. You're going to have to have a call a lot of motherfuckers to get me off that motherfucking park. My son's still on the fucking team. It just bothers me about how people could run a program. They call themselves conference and they call themselves presidents. They have, they have titles and they think they're entitled to something like they have some sort well, of power. There's a lot of people like that, especially the people that they don't even have their kids in the league anymore. Just older people and that's their hobby. But you get people with um, with badges, and right away they get you know kind of power happy with that shit. Yeah, and, and that's their thing. And this is what's even crazy. Like last year, my team got the high scholar award, right? Which wasn't only because we were the best fucking team. We didn't lose a game. Academics. Academics. Yeah. Everyone on my team had a three or higher. That's good. I have my kids. If you're not meeting grades, guess what? We're not practicing today. We're sitting to the side and we're getting fucking work done. But there's things like that they don't notice. I have one altercation with the fucking ref while the girl from conference is there. Um, what's her name? It's a it's a bad name. Like like Yolanda. Like it she is. basically killed Selena. <laughs> like she's basically that bad, dog. Her name is Nara. Nara. Like, yeah, yeah. My, she, my cousin got into it with her pretty dude, bad. Like. I'm getting into it with the ref, right? And I'm going to let it be known right now. I know the league don't like my team because my team's loud. We're aggressive. We're out there. We put it down. We win. And we win with attitude. We're very respectful, though. We're not doing late hits. We're not targeting. But we know the refs are not going to like us as much. And that's cool. Fool, I'll fucking take it. I'll take when you call back at least three touchdowns a game for my team. You know? I'll take that shit because you know what? I'll fucking score again. But the reason I fucking snapped is one of our players, our quarterback, amazing fucking athlete. Um, shout out to the fucking Mua fam. He's running out of bounds, right, to save time because we're, we're marching down the field to, to score again. When you run out of bounds, for those of you that don't know, the clock stops. He runs out of bounds. And as he runs out of bounds, here comes one of their linebackers, full speed still, fucking cracks him, lays him out to the point where the bench that's on the far sideline fucking falls over. The ref does not pull his flag for fucking shit. And that bench is like 10 yards from yeah, the line. Yeah, it's way off. It's yeah, not even close. I know where it's, at. it's not even close. And I tell the ref, he's been pulling flags on us all fucking day, right? And I'm like, oh, wow, out of, out of nowhere, your flags don't work. Yeah, he's a flag it. Yeah, he's a flag it. And he looks at me like, not one more word. And I'm like, no, man, that's fucked up. You, you're, you're dangering our children right now. And then he looks at me and he throws a flag. And I'm like, oh, shit, well, it works now. I could tell now. That, that's cool, bro. Now I see that it fucking works. And then he throws another one. You're out of here. And I'm like, now you're going to kick me out? So I snap on him. I'm like, you know what, bro? Fuck you, dude. You're a piece of shit. You're fucking definitely a big piece of fucking shit. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. So then that girl, Yolanda, the one that killed Selena, <laughs> fucking comes from the side and oh, snaps yeah. on me. Now tells me, oh, what's wrong, Mr. Nunez? Yeah. Is everything okay? I saw that late hit. We, hey, ref, you need to support... The fucking coaches. You need to make sure these boys are safe. Oh, no. she said that? No. Oh. She didn't say anything close to that. She started snapping on me like I was one of her fucking sons with fucking silver teeth. And she's yelling at me. And I'm like, first off, I don't know how many kids you have, but I'm not one of them, bitch. Don't fucking talk to me like that. Then she looks at me like, what the fuck? Like, this fool snapped on me. Because nobody wants to talk to her like that. But don't fucking talk to me like Yolanda. that. Yolanda, yes, you killed Selena, and now you want to ruin fucking football for the bitty bitty bomb boys? Como me duele, ese baby. Getty. Oh, Selena was turning on her fucking grave when you fucking trying to take my badge, bitch. So then I'm I'm heated. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Leave me alone. I'm already walking away, and she keeps nagging at me, bro. Instead of telling the ref, like, hey dude, you fucked up, or like, hey, we need, we need yeah. to look at that. She wants to nag at me. So then she yells, because I'm already done. I yelled at her bad. She's, she's, she's fucking scared. Her hands all But shaking. there's also rumors, and I don't know if you could clarify it, there's rumors that she has a grandkid on the team that you were playing. Those are the rumors that have came out to be true, because I just got wow. another message from one of the old moms. That's insane. So one of my old moms that I used to coach, she sent me a message. She yeah. says, I'm fucking mad. And she's a real good sports mom. Um, her name is Shally. What up, Shally? She was my old AD. 
Um, and she gave me a list of all these cool things I've done for the kids Jeez. that I don't even remember, but yeah. she remembers. And yeah. she's like, that's fucked up, right? So I'm walking away and I'm trying to be cool and she keeps nagging on me and she's like, give me your badge. So I grabbed my badge and I fucking threw it. And I told her, hey, you know what, bitch, fetch. Here's your fucking badge. I'm fucking done, <laughs> right? So now I have to explain to the kids because she took my badge, what yeah. the fuck's going on. But I told the kids, I'll... I'll accept the bad penalties. I'll, ex I'll, I'll take the fucking made up calls so we don't score. But one thing I'm not going to take, one thing I'm not going to take is you putting my boys in danger. All right. I'm going to let that know to any ref, anybody out there. You put a boy in danger. You're a fucking piece of shit. So I'm going to go up there and I'm going to stick up for our fucking boys. I'm going to stick up for my team as I know a lot of you people would. So this is my story. My snapping fucking story early on why junior all american suspended me so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be talking to i've been trying to talk to the president the main president and his name is um guy munoz guy munoz senior guys we're gonna start messaging him later we're gonna get in his dms he kind of blocked me already but guys guess what we have an amazing amazing episode episode two for no lames baby we are fucking back and we are fucking coming crazier than ever remember no lame is safe and rest in peace to coolio baby And don't forget, No Lames is brought to you by Protocol Barbershop in the fucking beautiful city of Covina. And also our other beautiful sponsor, 399 Pizza in the city of Glendora. I am Ron Burgundy. I am Ron Burgundy. Shut up. I don't want to be alone. Don't want to be don't want to be by myself by yourself damn people like that when we just fucking freestyle random fucking chicks <laughs> hey real quick this is out of the blue rock can you like what do you want G? would you ever this is not even on my notes right now i don't even know what i'm saying hashtag no homo no but oh. would you ever be able to like be with the chick I mean, I know you'll hook up with a chick that someone else has hooked up with, or a guy. We're Eskimo brothers, buddy. Yeah, but would you ever be able to take one like seriously and like want to be with her forever? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had a point of. Your I'm gonna tell you right now. If so, if there was a girl, yeah, that I'd be with if, me. If you with a chick, me, and you boned her, yeah, but we clicked better than you did, then by all means, then that that could be my soulmate. You're fucking lying. You Why do you lie, dog? You asked me a question. No names means we don't lie. I know. And I know for a fact you would never. Yes, I would. Because I know you have good taste. And you have, and you'd be with classic girls. <laughs> and you know, I didn't go deep. Yeah. Let's go, let's go <laughs> and, and you're not black. Yeah, right. So, like, so, no, so you didn't go like too Oh, okay, deep. okay, okay. Like, it, it's still like, it's not damaged. Also, her credit's still good. <laughs> what? What the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> what happened right now? I don't know. This was way off topic right no, now. No, because you look at it. Like, for, for one thing, it's one thing like... If one of my fucking dirty homies was with her and smashed her down, then yeah. Fuck, I respect fuck no. that, Rock. But to me, I respect for you and you're a good dude, good dad, mm -hmm. all that shit. You're not a dirty homie. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'd rather like, fuck it. Like, it's cool. Like, and you're not one of the person, oh, I fuck Rocky's chick. Like, no, nah, I would never. So I'm saying like, I would. If she, if we clicked that good, why the fuck not? Damn, bro. You're, you're, you're a bigger man than me down there. <laughs> See, that's why she's with me now. <laughs> <laughs> This girl's, guys, this is not, this is all rhetorical right here. Oh, now it's rhetorical. <laughs> no, I mean, I wouldn't be able to fucking do it at all. Like, I know there's been times, like, with me and you. Hey. But, like, we've been Eskimo brothers in certain, in the past, way in the past, yeah, before, yeah. before we even knew each other. Yeah. And if I was to see one, I'd be like, no. Like, we had one, right? You girls get away. Yeah. We, <laughs> I know we had one, and she was really pretty. Yes. And she tried to be with me after, like, yes. and all I kept thinking about was like, My no, dick. yes, like <laughs> I still saw it in there, like you left it in there, dog. <laughs> like, I I couldn't. Uh, I I feel you. And you know what? And the thing is, and this is my thing, G Money, because the girl you are talking about, yes, she's a good girl. 
amazing, she's right? She's a good girl, bro. Beautiful, funny. And she karaoke's. Yes. And, like, I knew, and I didn't care at the time. Like, I didn't care. I mean, I never cared for her, but I know when she wanted at one point, like, dude, after, like, And she liked you. Trying, she, oh, she, 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 in love. She, yeah, because she used to moan your name when I was with her. It was <laughs> yeah. weird. That's weird because yeah. yeah, she invented the, the the company Rock Money. She go Rock oh, Money, <laughs> Rock Money, yeah. dude. Shout out to her, dog. Yeah, I sometimes creep her page to see like how she's doing, and she's doing. She's good in love right now, no? I'm happy for her. Yeah, she yeah. deserved real love, dog. Yeah, because I wasn't gonna give it to her. Yeah, at all. I mean, I, mean, I was gonna give her this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but back to this. Where are we going with this? I don't know where we're going with this, guys. Our people are enjoying the fucking show right now. It's just a fucking random question that popped in my head. Um, because we've both been with Anthony, and we want to know who's going to take him serious. <laughs> What's up, Anthony? Yeah, we got Anthony in the building right now, Casual Dreamer. Casual Dreamer. Best name ever on Instagram. Oh, my God, yes. He uh, dreams casually. Yes. And with his clothes off, too. Um, but this this is where I was probably getting into it. Maybe not. Um, I don't know where this is going. We, we talk about Sex. shit. No, me and you, we talk, right? We talk. And I, I'll even ask you, like, hey, Rock, like, I feel something's bothering you. Are you all right? You good? Yeah. And we could talk about our problems, right? I feel, I wish that if you, in my head, like, I wish that when you have a real big problem that you'll be opened up to talk to me if you needed help. Yeah. Because I feel I could do that with you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of guys don't have that relationship or bond with another dude. I think it's it's a macho factor where a lot of guys want to keep things in or just not tell your friend any problem because the first thing we're going to do is talk shit, I think. Guys wear um guys wear that one mask all the time and they don't want to take it off. Yeah. Like you know like if you're in a neighborhood or you're in a, a motorcycle club, you have that mask and people see you with that mask on and you're too afraid to take that off. Like, you know, obviously we all have different masks. You have your dad mask, you mm -hmm. know, your, your club mask and your pop, you know what I mean? Just different shit. Yeah. But people don't want to wear that vulnerable mask and let mm -hmm. people out know the real feelings, how they're feeling. But I have different friends for that. Like I have you, obviously I, I could vent to a lot, even novel I vent to a lot, um, lazy. So there's different friends that I vent to and some friends I vent to for a different reaction. You yeah. know, if I want the straight, honest fucking truth, Without getting my feelings hurt, well, I'm ready to get my feelings, you know what I mean? Then I will tell you, hey, fool, like, what's up with this shit? And you'll tell me, fool, you're fucking up, or whatever. If I want to get pumped up and give me a trophy, I'll ask Novel. Yeah, of course. And Novel. And he'll like, make you come. Yeah. Novel will say, I'm not the, no, bro, you're right. I go, fool, <laughs> I, I cheated her twice already. <laughs> not fool, she, but why she deserved it. Yeah. Like, what why she let you? Where yeah. was she? <laughs> exactly. Never there. Exactly. Yeah. So it just, it just depends, you know? Yeah. But, um, I'm, I always talk about it. I'm very grateful and very blessed for my friends. But I think because I am open up with my friends, I think they feel like they'd be open with me as well. Yeah. You know? I think that's one thing that um, us as men, we need to work on more. Like, because obviously guys don't cheat. But. 100%. I think one of our biggest problems is we that don't. girls cheat. Girl, why do girls cheat? Nobody knows. We're having episode two next week. Of oh, why, I can't. I can't. Uh, why I can't. do girls cheat? Every season we need one episode. Uh, why girls cheat? Yeah, and it's coming up yeah, next it's week. Coming up I, next I'm week. excited for it. I'm excited too. It's depressing though, and we'll never get the answer because they cheat for every fucking reason. But <sighs> they're hey, liars. They're liars. Mentirosas. Today they tell me something. Ella otra cosa. Ain't got no money, baby. Oh, shout out to Mallow Man Ace, yes. Rocky's golf partner, and yes. maybe sexual partner. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. But um, back to fucking topic, guys. I really think like it's big, like because I talked to my son, like. I like to know, like, as we all should with our kids, like, what's going on? How's your day? Is anything bothering you? I want to make sure if he has an issue or there's something, he's always going to be like, no, dad, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah. Nothing's ever bothering him. But I want to make sure if something really is bothering him, he tells me. Like, same with you. Like, I don't want none of my boys or none of my, my, my homies to do something stupid because they felt they couldn't have someone to talk to when it comes down to it like us i think dudes we need to be there more for each other on another level and we're not we're scared to be there or like because i know people will do something fucking dumb because they just didn't have someone to fucking talk to or get their advice from and that that's hard for dudes it's hard like anthony i could talk to i know anthony's right here he's not he's not part of the show right now but like if there's an issue like I know Anthony's opened up and he'll tell me, hey, this is bothering me, this is going on. I could do the fucking same with him. Yeah. But I feel us as dudes, like, we don't want to. Like, 
I'll wait till my last fucking bottom. And I could tell, like, you even mentioned it on a Raffle Boy page, like, and I know personally because I see you every day, but September has been your worst month of the year. And you could tell, and I think a lot to go back, not that it's an excuse or anything like that, because I think you would have spoken regardless, but I think a lot of your anger did go out on the field. Like, yeah, maybe you're in the right. But you might have maybe, I'm just saying, I wasn't there, mm-hmm. but maybe it was over the top. It's not me. That's for no, sure. And I and when when I heard I heard the story before I even like asked you about it. I heard the call it's out going of the around. park. And and I told the people, I go, that's not G Money. Mm-hmm. Like he don't first of all, he don't talk like that. He don't bring shit up like that. I've been in a situation with him and because there's some other shit I don't need to get into, yeah, but yeah. I go, he he doesn't talk that way. I know he's having a rough month, a lot of shit is going on, so I think everybody had their snapping point, and I and I give girls a lot of credit on that because girls do vent to each other a lot, and that's and um for for men as far as twenty twenty study shows that men's suicide rate in America is up twenty five percent than females. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of males um commit suicide more than women, and that and that goes to I'm not even, not just from venting. But we do carry a lot of weight, especially even social media. Like we have, like we, we have this image where, and girls have the same image. That'd be you know the BBL and all that sucks with the looks. But us, we need to be provider. Macho. We need to be the dad. We need to be a certain criteria. And we uh, sometimes we don't meet up to the social media standards now, where it's kind of depressing. We're, we're not popping those bottles. We don't have those gold chains. You know, it's all in a mirage on social media. But as a man, you have you have your pride. And you're not going to tell nobody, hey, Dom broke. I don't want to go out. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? So that's eats you up inside. Dog. Yeah, it's 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 a lot, dude. It, 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 I think it's a big thing that um, for all my for all the, the listeners out there, like it's all right to be um, vulnerable, bro. vulnerable. Yes. Vulnerability is all right. Put your, put your guard down, bro. It's fucking OK. It's all right to be vulnerable with the right type of people. You know what I'm saying? You not got, the gossipers. Yeah, not the gossipers, not the one that's going to talk shit, the one that's going to put you down, or the one that's going to laugh about it. Mm-hmm. It's all right to be vulnerable with the right people. And when I say the right people, it's the one that you know has love for you, the one that wants to see you succeed, yes. the one that wants to see you do better, the one that really cares. And there's people out there. If you don't have that people, You're that with the person wrong people. in your circle, You're yes, the wrong you have the wrong group around you. If you don't feel you could open up to one of your boys, you need new boys. That's 100%. You need some fucking men. You need some motherfucking men in your life where it's okay to open up. It's okay not to be 100% cool. It's all right to not be happy all the fucking time. It's all right to talk to your boy and be like, dog, hey, I'm feeling this right now. This is happening. Because you know what? If you have the right circle with you, guess what? They're going to make you better. They're going to make you feel good. And that's what homies do. That's what we're there for. And and I I know... um, with these questions, um, in the next segment, we're going to do weird science. Yes. And um, I know we mess around a lot on this shit, but this is something that G-Money really takes serious. Yes, 100%. You know, I know we'll joke around with some, because some questions are kind of stupid. We'll fuck around with it. But majority of these weird science questions, we do take very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. And uh, the advice we do give you guys, that's some real advice that we're not 100%. saying it's the right advice, but for us, it's right for, for yeah. us saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, So we, like, we do take that shit seriously because a lot of you guys, you know, like, Maybe you don't have nobody to vent to, so maybe that one question you send in the DMs for us to answer it, maybe this is your only outlet to to get an answer to, yeah. so we are going to take that seriously. And we got you, 100%. I mean, on that note, Rock, hey, let's take a quick break and let's get into weird science, baby. Yo, in this episode and every episode is brought to you by Rock Money Media. We had to mellow down a little bit. Had to mellow down a little bit. Yeah, guys, thank you for being with us right now, man. We appreciate you. All the love and support, man. Rock Money, we ain't playing. We're not. I think we have Sammy Joe Fox on podcast this Friday as mm-hmm. well. Um, Heartless, I don't know what she's doing over there, but we'll figure it out. But you know what time it is, G-Money? I think it's science class, baby. It's time for... And we got some really good questions today. I, <sighs> they um, hit us hard. A dog. couple of them are long, so we'll probably just do two of them. 
But this first one is from Hermoso Carino. And her question is, my husband died nine years ago. Rest in peace. At the time, my children were three and one and always kept the truth from them since they were young and I didn't want to hurt them even more or even have this girl, um, you need commas in here, or even more or have them hate their father. I have strong, I'm <laughs> fucking grammar police. I'm sorry. Yeah, read them. I'm sorry. Start again. Yeah, let's start a little. I was like a runoff sentence. I was running under breath. <clears throat> You're not underwater. <laughs> but there's no commas. Breathe. Fool. You can still breathe. But you just are. Here we go. Um, commas are so important, guys, in, in an, a paragraph. Are condoms important? <laughs> Hold on. This is a serious question. All right, let's start. Let, let's do it again. Hold play on. the music, dog. Okay. All right. We're fucking horrible right now. We just said how we take this fucking question serious, and then you, you, you go on and we fuck around, dog. Hermoso Carino. There we go. My husband died nine years ago. At the time, my children were three and one and always kept the truth from them since they were young and I didn't want to hurt them even more or, or have them hate their father. I strongly believe addiction is a disease and he wasn't strong enough to fight his demons. Fast forward to now. My oldest keeps asking questions which ones I avoid since I always kept his memory alive in a positive way. Well, the internet has it all, has it all, and she googled his name and read everything. Now she is angry at me for keeping the truth from her, and took her down, and took down all her father's pictures, and won't visit the cemetery anymore. How do I handle that? Is she mad I lied to them, and when I was trying to do was protect them? All right. So obviously, all right. She's twelve now, right? So let's put up the years nine plus three. Yeah, um, I think she's angry, not at her father. She's angry to find out what happened to her father this way. She's not mad at her father specifically. She's mad at the way she found out the news in my mind. That's what that's what she's mad about. So the only way she could take the anger out, she's not going to yell at him. She can't do nothing to him. So she's going to pull that down and she knows that's going to upset you. So she's getting back at both people, I think, which is um, you and him. It just sucks because it could have been all avoided if you would have just let her know originally. I think at 12 years old is a good age to talk to your kid, especially they want to know where their father is. You could tell right away. I mean, I don't know if you you hid the fact that he passed or you didn't say why he passed. Um, drugs are... It's 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 fucking horrible. He's not the first person to pass away from from using. Um, it's just it's a fucked up situation because you're trying to keep his name strong, and I understand that as a mom too. Like you don't want your daughter to be thinking, "Oh my, her dad was a druggie." That's fucked up, right? But at the end of the day, you can't lie to a kid because the kid's gonna find out everything. She's not as young as she thinks she is, and she found out, and she's hurt. She's hurt at the way she found out her father passed. In my, it just from my opinion, yeah, it's I think, fucked uh, up. I think you you hit it on the nail. I think she's very upset because um, when you don't know your father, even even if the parent, the father isn't there, you want these out in the world like saving lives. So when you find out the um the dad didn't die a hero heroic death, it's even you know it's over drugs and mm -hmm. overdose. She's kind of almost embarrassed of the situation because yeah. now she don't have a a cool story, not a cool story, but a story to our friends. Yeah. Like, oh my dad OD'd. And yeah, drugs. Um, I think it's um, it's definitely a, a, a um. You think it's a disease? I, I I definitely do think it's a disease. It doesn't start off like a disease. It starts yeah. off, it starts off as a selfish act, and that selfish act leads to, leads the disease. to a disease. Just like smoking cigarettes. Smoking yeah. cigarettes is a selfish act. You smoke enough cigarettes, you get lung cancer. Yeah. So I believe it is a self a selfish act, but at the end of the day, it is a disease at the long period. But because but you, but you created that you disease. You created that disease. You you are responsible yes. for that fucking disease. It's like lung cancer. You're responsible 100%. for that. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't, 
we can't be porosito for like I'm, I'm not saying her, but you can't be porosito for all ODs and people that did selfish act because a lot of parents that chose drugs over their kids. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I could he has a disease. That's not it's no. That's not the same as cancer. Cancer. You know. What I'm no, saying? those so are real diseases. I'm not. Right gonna, there. I'm I, not didn't, I'm, I didn't choose to have fucking cancer. Yeah. So I'm not gonna um, categorize them both together. Yeah, they're not. But close. I, I believe it's a selfish act that leads to disease and disease that they can't handle it anymore. As uh, far as that, I just I think I think he didn't nail it. I don't think she's mad at the mom. Uh, I think she didn't get over it. The mom, just let her have her own grieving. This, this is her grieving period. Let yeah, her grieve how she wants to grieve. Eventually, when she's old enough, she might go to the cemetery herself, and she might tell her dad off. Yeah, at the cemetery. Big it. My my advice for you now is let her grieve, like Rock said. Mm-hmm. And also, you had you had two two kids with this dude. There's got to be good stories. Mm-hmm. Let her know those stories. Let her know before everything happened, before the addiction. Yeah. Let her know how good her father was at one point and that's all she needs to and know and let this be a learning and, yeah, experience a learning lesson to what drugs could do to somebody yes. drugs are real they're out there they're destroying lives they're, they're destroying families you gotta be you gotta start treating these kids and talking to them like they're adults they're not as young as you think you can't hide everything from them talk to her um that's that's my best advice and I know she's going to be right there for you no matter what. You guys are going to be good. But tell her those good stories about her dad. But also tell her this is what things, these are what drugs could do to you. And now I just wish you guys the best. She's going to be fine, yeah, though. You, you'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, had that conversation. You got to. You got to have. You got to. Honestly, like, you even apologize. Like, listen, yeah, I'm, I fucked I'm up. sorry. I, yeah, I fucked I up. I fucked up. And let's go from here. Yeah. Like, let, let's make it Let's work make from this here. better. So, yeah. Um, next That's some question. of the best advice we ever gave her. Here we go. And this is from Albert. Hey, G Money podcast listener from Street Scholars to No Lanes podcast. Thank you, thank you. What do you guys think of addiction of a fa- oh another addiction one? What do you guys think of addiction of a family member? We try helping our sibling who's thirty two years old and she keeps fucking up. Sometimes it's sometimes I think to let her hit rock bottom so she can open up her eyes. She moved into her home recently, hooked her up with the outpatient recovery program. I turned to the government aid office so she could um, get some things out of it. She snuck away in the building when I was waiting for her in front. It turns out her boyfriend was waiting for her and took off with him, left my ass waiting there. She called me after a couple days of the incident and I couldn't take her back anymore. Was that a good move I did? Let her hit rock bottom and on the streets or take back the risk and not wanting to stop doing drugs? It's Scante in blue she's using. Hopefully you guys bring this question up in one of the No Lanes podcasts. Keep up the podcast. You and Rocky are hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that, bro. And sorry for your problem. Um, let me clarify. Scante's meth and yes. blue is oxy. Yes. Um, all right. Um, they smoke oxy now. It kind of gives you like the high of like... um. Like I think like a heroin. Yeah. But um, all right. So, dude, this is tough, dude, because you want to protect your loved ones, right? You want to be there for your loved ones, your family. Like you want to be there for family, especially for an addict, because you feel their circle. They don't give a fuck. They're chasing the next high. So you feel if you're not there, what's next? Death. Right. So you want to be there to help them out um i've been in this situation where i mean i've fucking never told anybody right um so i i i express myself and like this is kind of like therapy for me in a way too like my podcast but my sister was an addict right my sister was was addicted to meth and i never knew what it was because i was younger like you know i was more into sports naive didn't know until after like i started finding out more in the streets like monte it got big over there like monte it meth destroyed the neighborhood a lot of neighborhoods bro a lot a lot and my sister was one that fell in that fucking hole and i i would just wonder like why is she in the fucking restroom for like an hour you know what i'm saying like it never made sense to me to after i started to understand and see and i remember when i had sadie right and sadie's middle name is rose i named her after my sister and I told her, like, hey, like, I want you to be her godmother. Like, I named her after you. And my sister was happy. But I told her, like, hey, but no more drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was a functioning addict, right? 
And for those of you who don't know what a function addict is, like someone that does drugs but still goes to work, still does their life, like, um, but functioning addict only lasts so long. So I noticed, like, she would sleep all fucking day, probably for, like, three days, and then she was cool. I even bought her a car, and one day I went to the bathroom after her. And she left all her fucking shit right there. I'm talking about everything. She got sloppy. While she's yeah, while she was supposed to watch my daughter, I fucking snapped. I fucking went up to her. I fucking grabbed it. I threw it in her fucking face. And like to the point where I wanted to fucking choke her. Like, I'm not gonna beat my sister's ass, but I should have. But I told her, you know what? I'm gonna do something worse. You're never gonna see your fucking niece. Until you fucking clean yourself up. And I fucking walked out. And since then, from what I know, like, she's been working. She's never had a job. Now she's fucking has two. And she's been clean since. It just takes you something that you need to want to give up for. Right? Before you hit that what, disease point. It, 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 it's, it's tough. But what you did was right. The only thing you could do is what you feel is right for your heart. Do not listen to nobody's advice. This is your fucking sister. If you feel you want to be there for her every fucking second, be there for her every fucking second. If you want her to hit rock bottom, then fucking let her hit rock bottom because that's her fucking choice. But no matter what, that is your family. Be there for her. But do what feels right for you because you don't and don't let it take away from your family either. Because at the end of the day, you can't be chasing someone, trying to help someone out that doesn't want to be helped. And, at the, and you have people at home wondering where you're at. So, I mean, that's the best advice I could give you. I wish you the best. These drug addiction and addict problems are fucking tough. They're tough. They're hard, but it's 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 reality. Um, I wish you the best, bro, and, and thanks for the support. Um, I know you're going to make the right decision, and you, I could tell your heart's in the right place, and you got this, dude. You got this. Yeah, it's definitely a, 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 a tough situation. Um, I grew up... You know, doing drugs. My brothers, we did drugs, meth. And like for me, like it took me to be back in the ambulance to stop that shit. Mm-hmm. But I and you went cold turkey clean, right? <laughs> that was my sign to stop doing meth. Uh, <laughs> I've never asked you, Rock, and yeah. I don't know if you want to answer it, but like how often were you doing? Every day, bro. Every day. I was doing meth probably every day since I was probably like 16. Like really? Then. Yeah. It was, um, so in the 90s, it was just speed, brown, pink, yellow. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in, it wasn't crystal meth. Yeah, it was just speed. And um, you just sniffed it. When it got to crystal, and then you start smoking the pipe. And when you start smoking the pipe, that's the addiction, the smoking it, you know. Yeah. But for me, um, I, um, I, yeah, I was doing that was enough. But I just stopped cold turkey after that. I stopped smoking Angel Dust Sherm because I was doing all that shit. Did anybody try to stop you at one point? No, you know what? Because I wasn't. <laughs> nobody give a fuck. No, a matter of fact, um, the the day I I I, I kind of OD, if you want to say, I was. Kind of. Who you OD? Yeah, <laughs> I was doing some straight up from with my brother, some big mm-hmm. old glass bong for crystal. Like it was a bong for crystal, fool. So I'm doing some. Really? Yeah. There's crystal bong? Yes, there is, bro. And we're just doing it. But <laughs> we're just but, as, doing but as far as, and I, and I wasn't even like in a shame when like I go like, you know, back in the days, you have flyer parties, you know, the little backyard party rebels or whatever they are. I will go there, people smoking weed, drinking. I'll have my glass pipe just twisting it in the backyard at a, at a party, fool. Like, give a fuck. Like, you know? Wanna, so I was kind of out there. But as far as, like, I always tell you, but for me, it was a blessing in disguise for that to happen to me because if that didn't happen, then who the fucking knows, you know? But I go to my brothers, and my brother um, was always in and out of prison, gang bang the fuck out. But he's this story reminds me of him because when he was on it, I mean, this guy was uncomfortable to be around. I'm talking about stealing shit from the pad, oh, yeah, taking I know. people's cars, and he'll be gone for two weeks with your car. And he would just like, and act fuck. like nothing happened. Like, they didn't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, he would be like, and, and like when he came home, like, oh, like it was at the point where like, fuck this fool's here. Like, not even like, oh, he's back. Like, yeah. you know, not, man. So it got to the point where everybody wanted him to be in prison. Like, he, cause everybody could sleep better. My parent could sleep way better when my brother was in prison. Knowing know he's alive. He a safe place. Yeah. And they just always felt better about it. But I seen him. And as far as like saying, like, you know, you know, you know, just throw the keys away and, if it wasn't for my parents and a mother's love and my and a father's love for my brother, you know, 
my brother will be in debt or doing life in prison. But because he knew the family love and he always, my parents always kept the um, the front porch light on for him. Mm. No matter what, bro. The front porch light was always in, the keys under, you know, under the mat, whatever. Like, it was always open no matter what, no matter what the fuck he was doing. And if that wasn't the case, I know a lot of homies, um, even from my neighborhood, they didn't have that, 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 that love at home. Where when they're in the streets doing dope, that was it. You're in the streets doing dope. Like, they're, the only kind of place you're going to go is jail, yeah. you know? So as far as that, for me, I might be a little different, but with my son, I don't know. But I was at the point where, fuck, dude, like, I didn't even want this fool to come home. Like, he yeah. just, he just, he's he just, he's toxic, bro. And it comes to a point where if this family member is, is a cancer to the whole family and he's making the whole family toxic and bringing everybody down with him, at what point do you cut the rope? Because he's bringing everybody mm. down, or she's bringing everybody down. At what point say, you know what, like, this is too much. Or, this is too much. This is too much weight for all of us to carry, you know. But thank, like I said, thank God my parents they could carry that weight for my brother. Because who knows what where, where he would be. So I think it's a it's a weird situation. It's a weird topic. Like it's not a weird topic, but I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I just don't know the answer. I don't know how if, she, if she's being that toxic. I would say this much. Beat the boyfriend's ass for two. <laughs> I, I, I would just say this much. Like, if she's doing something how you said around your kid, if she's doing stupid shit around little kids in your family, then that's enough. Then that's enough. Because once you start fucking with little kids, then that's enough, bro. You know, but mm. yeah, I, I can't, I can't really give you a straight answer on that one. I think, yeah. I think everybody has their own little trial and tribulations on that kind of situation. I think a lot of our listeners could um actually relate to this kind of stuff because we all had that that drug, you know, especially in, in, in us being Chicano Mexican, we always, we, we everybody has that. Even if it's an Anne, a Thea, whatever, we all have that drug person in our family that's kind of toxic a little bit, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Sorry, I mean, good. Me. I can just say good luck and um, you know, and I will do a prayer your way to hopefully. You know, hopefully it works. Hopefully out, it man. does, man. Hopefully, I mean, like you said, sometimes you do need to hit rock bottom, and sometimes that rock bottom is um is that a fucking is in jail. One time, um, real fast before, um, I was young, bro, and um, I was just in the streets for a little bit, and um, one day I just realized like I was at some crack house, fool, like in the, in, in the hood, lucky, but like a, no, it was like a real crack. It was like a real crack house, like little kids running around. It was just. And like I, in a movie where you see it, like it, a it, it, training day yeah, shit. We're talking about project shit. Yeah, yeah. And and I was probably like 17 at this time, bro. And um, I was kind of stoned. I was smoking weed, but I wasn't. So I was kind of tripping already. And I looked around and I come from a good family. I let that be known to everybody. I come, yes, from, I, I come from an amazing well, family. Look, your and, mom even sent me a video when, when I was in the hospital, bro. And I saved it. Oh, I fucking love her. And I looked around and I go, how did I end up here? Mm-hmm. Like, like, a reality what, like check. what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. And that was reality check to a point, but I still kept fucking around. But <laughs> at that, I was still seventeen. I was all like, but I, I remember, I remember that that day very clearly, bro. Like, it's all like, what am I doing here? This is fucking crazy, you know. So, I mean, that was kind of my rock bottom hit. I mean, the ambulance was my rock bottom, pretty much. You <laughs> we know? got rockier. There's a lot of rock bottoms. Me mm. being tied up in the house before, but that's a whole different podcast, bro. But yeah, bro, good luck. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like TMI. Real quick before we, we, we end this um, weird science, it's obviously um, her boyfriend has no help to her. Not at all. If he didn't want her to see her get help, he helped her sneak out. Yeah. He's an addict too. If she's surrounding herself by addicts, she's not going to want to get help. So um, that that needs to change first. Her surroundings need to change before she changes what she's doing to her life, right? So I wish you the best of luck. And it's good to know that your your heart is in the right place, bro. And don't ever change that. Because we need more people like you that are just out there making sure you're caring about your family and a caring person. Um, on that note, I'm going to get into a real quick G-Money story real quick. Rocky, keep the music playing, dog, because this is our new outro song. So the other day we were at fucking, we had an event, dog. <laughs> Hold on. I got to pause it for this oh, story. Oh, <laughs> It's really fast, dog. It's fucking hilarious. Right. So we were at an event, bro, at the, at City Grill right here down the street from Covina, right here where we record. Shout to everybody who went up to us and took pictures. Oh yeah, it, it was fun. There was, a, yeah. it was cool because there was like older trolls. Hey, fool, you're the fools for tree scholars, oh yeah, dog. I like it. It was cool. I was I, like, hell yeah, feed man, bro. Remember we were in a park like that fool was banging us. I know. I thought you were me. He was looking at us for street. I go, oh yeah, what's up, dog? Hey, I love it, homie. Representing the Latino community, putting it down. I was like, all right, dog. Me, man. Eso, eso, eso. Yeah. So hey, we're at the we're at this event, dude. 
And me and Rocky are chilling. I got there. And I we look there. bomb. We look oh, bomb, oh, by I, the way. Like, I, really good. Yeah. And it's crazy because we dress like almost like a casual way, but we oh, we just look bomb. It's so bomb. It's crazy. It's the bombest, right? Yeah. Like, I'm surprised we can even get on airplanes, dog. But, all right. <laughs> so, we get there. I mean, I get there. Rocky's already there because I went to go watch a fucking football game. So, I get there late and I walk in. I'm like, I'm feeling good. I, um, Lisa gives me a fucking beer. I crack it open. I'm fucking drinking it. And I'm, I'm vibing the room. Like, I'm checking out, see what's going on. Who over here is an enemiga? And where the fine hyenas at? You know, just fucking scoping it out real quick. Not trying to look like I'm dogging everybody. But checking to see where my, 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 um, my surroundings. And fucking maybe a couple minutes later, here comes some fucking... Some dude, and he's coming up very vibing, and I could tell right away he's a gay. This guy's a gay, mm-hmm. and he comes right up to me, and it's cool. It's cool. I fucking have a lot of gay homies, and it's all right, dog. And he comes up to me, and he's like, he's "Speaking gay knees to you?" Very, very gay knees, but I'm fluent in that. Yeah. I'm fluent in that. <laughs> so he comes up, and he's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "What's up, fool?" And he's like, "Um, no disrespect, mm-hmm. but are you?" Are you single or you have a girl yeah. or you have somebody? And I'm like, oh, dog, like, I'm, I'm married, fool. I have somebody. Like, I, 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 nah, fool. Like, I, I'm fucking caught off guard. I'm like, that nah, fool, I, I, have a, I have a chick. I have a chick. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a girl. And then he goes like, oh, okay. Because my homegirl over there wanted me to ask you. She was bugging me to ask. And I'm like, look. And she's like, the she bombest cute. chick yeah, in yeah. the bar. She was and I'm like, fuck. Motherfucker, I mean no bro, I'm not I'm fucking not I'm not I'm not taking dog and and really my, yes, I got I got fucking bamboozled dog I thought I was I'm over here thinking like man I'm so bombed this gay yeah. who wants me yeah. and he just he got sent over and I fucking lied and I should never lie guys bottom line is don't lie because you never know what could fucking happen man and we are out of here um Shout out to my boy Rocky, always here, um, helping me out. If it wasn't for him, we would not have no lames. Uh, shout out to our live audience now. We're doing good. Shout out to everybody that loves and supports Rock Money Media. And if you want to come down for our live show, come down yes. and just give us some of the DMs. Guys, no lames, thank you. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe. We are not going nowhere, baby. Let's go. our new outro everybody just vibe whatever you're doing if you're on your way to work you're driving home from work you're at the motherfucking gym you're getting 69 take that dick out of your mouth and sing these songs right now sing these words come on ready please don't go hey don't go But we gotta go, guys. We'll be back next week, same time, same channel. We are out of here. Rock Money Media in the motherfucking building, baby.